Hello, this is Hilda. How are you doing today? Just before I start my day, I just decided to quickly do this podcast and something came to mind. Um, I've actually written about the topic in, in Instagram. I think I did that last year, but I just want to do a podcast about it. And before I go on, if you've not listened to my podcast before, I'm a storyteller and my name is Hilda. I'm an agony aunt and a relationship enthusiast. My mission is to make Nigerian relationships better, sweeter, more engaging. So we share information to make, you know, to make it all all better, all the more better. So I'm looking forward to you having a, a more open relationship. Okay, enough said. Now we're talking about the things you need to think about before you decide to get remarried. So it means you uh, you either divorced, uh, yes, divorced or widowed, really, basically, just those two. So I'm more, of course, being a woman, I'm a little more biased, I'm a little more concerned about... Women taking out time to think through things before they get married again. In our culture, um, if a woman has gotten married several times, has had several failed marriages, it sort of taints her to be a kind of frivolous or a loose woman. And it's, it's usually not encouraged for a woman to have had so many husbands, maybe five husbands or four husbands, or for a woman to have married maybe two husbands and both husbands died. I mean, that just puts her on the edge and makes her look like, look like a witch just eating her husbands. Anyway, you know the best, you know the reasons why you want to get married again. If you've got kids, yeah, it's good to give them a new daddy. It's good for you also to have your own partner, not dating a married man or or having some more or less illicit relationship. It's good to bring it home. Fine, fair enough. But have you thought about some certain things? I'll start with the first one, which is, for me, one of the most important. Do your children like him? Or do your children like her? It's very important that your children get along with this person you want to get married to. If your children don't like him or her, it's going to put some level of pressure on the both of you when you eventually get married. There will always be issues in the house to sort out. And if if it is you, the woman who has you know the children, you find your children, if their father is alive, you find them wanting to be with their father a little more, even if he's a, a terrible man. You know, because they feel that well, mommy doesn't have her time anymore. She's with this new this 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 guy that has taken us taking her away from us and all of that. And in as much as we want to be happy, have great relationships and marriages, I think we should put children first in such considerations. Um, You need to think about who is moving where. You know. If you've got a big house and man lives in a flat or something, 
which means that he was moving into your house. I don't know how the kids would, you know, how they'd feel about this man moving into their house. Or if it were the reverse, for them all to move into the man's house, that's a completely different kettle of fish. So these things may look like they're soft issues, but they hit at the very root of the relation, of the marriage. So... You need to think deep about these things because they will still come back and bite you on the tail if you don't. So, I think that if a man were to be dating a woman, I think he should make it his priority to ensure that his, her children love him and vice versa. He should go out of his way to be their friend and then, you know, to win them to his side. But in the event that after all his efforts, the children still don't like him, well, it's left for the both of you to decide, um, sit down and talk about how to go about it. Maybe call in the children if they're old enough and discuss freely with them. I'm sure it's because they have some certain fears. You know, you can, as a woman, you can engage your children and find out what those fears are. Sometimes those fears might not be unfounded. Okay, the next thing is sex. Mm-hmm. You know, dating sex is different from marital sex. And apart from that, a lot of people have problems expressing themselves sexually. So you might have a pole, a pole winding, lacy wearing, crazy sexually expressive woman dating a stiff, rigid, conventional man. <laughs> And it's possible that he's been doing it the conventional way and she has not had time to express herself or she's pretending because she wants him to feel that she's good, in quotes, or she's a wife material, in quotes, you know. So at the end of the day, you'll find that if you don't sit down or if you don't let your partner know exactly who you are and what you want from him sexually, what pleases you and what doesn't please you. And as a man... If you're not conventional and you want some things from your woman and you don't ask or you prefer to go to some other women to get those things, so you're looking at a potential time bomb in your marriage. I think if two people agree, they like each other, they're compatible and they sync, I don't see why both of them cannot be open as to what they want. If you want something freaky crazy, go ahead. Tell your partner. And if over time you notice that the things your partner requests for sexually are above and beyond what you can do, I don't know why you're getting thinking of getting married to him because it's going to be a marriage of those things that he likes to do. And for you, it will be bearing those things that you do not like him to do to you. So sit down and talk about these things. Be very open. If he's doing it right, let him know. If he's doing it wrong, let him know. And if you're with your woman and she's not responding the way you want her to respond, dig deeper. For women, it's a little more emotional than physical. So if you sort out the emotional part of it, the physical will come and then teach her. There's this assumption that a woman knows what to do. Some women just have the idea that all you do is open your legs and the man does all the work. They don't understand that it's sex is like communication, it's participatory. It's engaging. One person gives, the other person takes, and then, you know, vice versa. So, enough said about the sex. 
I would also think of great importance are two things. One is money and two, still related to money, is inheritance. Now, I I keep talking about this money thing, you know, because it's, it, it is just key. You can pretend and wish it away, but the truth is that it does matter a lot. Now, if you have a woman who, I don't know, who doesn't have much money or who is working or doesn't, her salary isn't much and you have a wealthy man in quotes, it's not too bad a thing if they get married. I mean, by and large, the man would help to sort out her bills if she's got children, take care of their school fees, and everything would be hunky-dory. But in the case where the reverse is the case, i.e., that the woman has is the one, the, the breadwinner, um, sometimes without talking about her expectations of her man, or without even being realistic as to how much the man is bringing to the table, it can bring undue stress to a marriage. Sometimes we don't talk about money. We just assume when you're getting married, you assume that because this person has a car or two cars and he looks well, speaks well, travels every now and then, you assume that he has a lot of money or that he has enough money to look after you and your children if you've got children. You get into the marriage and you find that he's just been scratching. He's just been, you know, mocking about and just, as we say in Nigeria, packaging you. And it's all just been a lie. You know, so I think if you're really serious, if you're really determined to have a very fruitful marriage, you need, both of you need to sit down and talk about money. How much does it earn? It doesn't have to tell you exactly how much. It can give you a rough estimate and same with you so i mean the way it's supposed to work well that's what i think both parties are supposed to pull resources together and do things together for the good of all um, if you're getting married to a man that cannot pay your children's school fees of course yes we all hope and pray that um he would run into some big money somewhere but looking at the present looking at reality and looking at his prospects, for instance, if he's working in a ministry or whatever, you have to weigh all of these things so that you don't get into the marriage and it looks as if there has been no improvement from when you were either a widow or a newly divorced woman or whatever. So you guys need to sort out this issue of money because um, sex and money are the biggest causes of divorce anywhere in the world. A little too little affects the marriage and sometimes probably too much money you know one party may just decide to go crazy and decide to um, do things to the detriment of the other so you need to talk about money and when it comes to still talking about money you have responsibilities again because the woman has basically been trudging along and sorting out stuff taking care of her children she would assume that the man would take over most of her responsibilities or at least some and if he does not or if he does not understand that he should if it is that for instance he has his children she has her own children you find this there's a constant battle for you know doing things for his or for, for everybody will want to do things for their kids first. I mean, blood is thicker than water. 
you need to sit down and decide are you going to be paying your children's school fees or are you going to be taking care of this or is he going to be taking care of just med- their medicals and their clothing and some other needs that they have we need to talk about it yeah okay the other part of the finance is inheritance now i had a talk with a friend the other day and i was asked this question oh well you know you're this relationship person blah 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 what are your thoughts about someone who was who is divorced getting married i had enumerated some of the points that i just enumerated now and i went on and said well one of the things that people don't talk about is this issue of inheritance you have woman a who was let's say she was married to no no let's use the example of the man the man was maybe married to a princess somewhere. This lady that had a lot of property, shares and whatnot. A lot of cash in the bank. So let's assume that his wife dies and leaves, she wills everything to him and their children. And then after a while, maybe four or five years, he decides that he wants to get married again. And he runs into Miss C, who is a divorcee or who is widowed, you know. And they start dating, they fall in love with each other, and they're thinking of marriage. And Lady C has, or Miss C, has her own children. We need to, both of both parties, we need to sit down to talk about their expectations. It's possible that Miss C is aware that this man has a lot of property left to him by his wife. And she may be thinking erroneously that her her children should be entitled to some of that property or some of that money. Um, if I were the sister of that man, I would be very upset if I knew. In fact, I was the sister of the late wife. I'd be very upset if I knew that part of my sister's sweat and blood would be going to the children of another man. It's the same way I would not expect the husband, the former husband of the Missy, to also leave anything, property, asset, money, to the, ch- the children of the man. It, it doesn't happen. So why would you go into the marriage thinking that it is your right for your children to share out of property that they don't have any business with? People need to sit down and talk about this thing. You could talk about it and end up with both of you deciding that, okay, the man could decide, okay, well, I have some assets or whatever i want to leave to your children in the event that i pass away this and that and we we should people should just be upfront about it because chances are that if something happens and this man dies this woman is also left without anything and his children may rightfully take over even possibly and probably the property that she's staying and leaves her with nothing and because you're getting married to someone does not mean we should not building the fact that one day we will all go and when we go the mess that we leave behind is what will undo or give our children issues or our family members so we must think think deeply about sex about money about inheritance and even about the sensibilities of the person that we're planning on getting married to You know, you can really, really never know someone well enough. So, do your best to get it right. 
ask questions, um, try to put them in some funny situations to see what their sensibilities are, whether he's, is he a volatile man, is she a volatile woman, um, is he a narcissist, is she manipulative, you know, try and sit down and be calm and really don't be in a rush to get married again. So, till we have another chat, it's Hilda. Don't forget, if you have any comments, you can send me an email. The email address is hildashelterforyou at gmail.com. The four is figure four and the U is letter U. If you like reading romantic fiction or you like poetry or you want to read some of the letters I've attended to as an agony aunt, then you can go on my website. It's www.hildashoulder.com.ng. Hilda's Shoulder is also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So, till we chat again, it's bye-bye.